Who's the person you turn to when you need advice? The person who gives you confidence and strength? The person who's been your biggest support? The person you shop with, ask their opinion and trust them implicitly? For me, it's... Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. As a mother and daughter, we know we have a close bond, but each mother and daughter relationship is unique and different, and that's exactly what we want to explore. Each week, we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general, have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers Mothers and Daughters Daughters Podcast. Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. Brief start. Oh, we're starting again. Okay. We're starting again. Okay. Little little interruption. Someone interrupted us, so oh, we yeah. had to little, start again. Little person interrupted. Yes. Okay. So we're starting again. Where were we? <laughs> Where were we? We were talking about school, school holidays. Yes. yes. And I was saying how at least you can say, ne- you know, maybe end of next month that Cooper will start again, which. Thank God. Well, thank goodness for him. That's good. Yeah. He's very much excited to go back to school. Oh, that's great. Mm. Very good. Well, they need it. They've I spent think, a whole term out of school. Yeah. And sadly, sad. sadly, all the children need it and, yeah. the, parents, and the parents. And the parents. Pa- probably I don't the, know who needs it more, I was the say, kids probably the parents. or the parents. Yeah. And even I think for the teachers, I don't think, I think it's a lot of work to be on Zoom and do all those it's not virtual activities. Natural. It's a lot. Not natural anyway. So, yeah. And and end and end to it. Yeah, and hopefully f- for us as well. Yes, it's funny though. Freedom. I said it was. I've been saying to people though, it's sort of like, you know, it's a bit like the the kids going back to school and having the confidence to go back to school. It's probably the confidence for all of us to go back to. Eating you know, out. Go, eating out, uh, shopping. Mm. I mean, not that I don't shop. I meaning I go to the. Shops for food, but I get in and out as quickly as possible. It's just it's a whole new mindset, Mm. a whole new reset of thinking. You know, getting that that confidence back to do things. Yeah, yeah, I know. Interact with people People. again. It's like scary. It's very yeah. Brings on a lot of anxiety. Well, I'm sure for people with anxiety, it wouldn't be easy because I think. You know, just any anybody. It just it just as I say, have that confidence. Yeah, you know that you're not going to touch anything. Oh, is that? I know. Is that full of COVID or is it? You know, and it's funny though. But Qantas have already released their flight schedule for December. Oh, oh well, I know some people that are already booked for overseas next year. But yeah, you can as early as December eighteen. Your anniversary, you could mm, let's fly go. to London. Oh, gosh, let's go somewhere. Mm. Anyway. Well, I don't think we'll be going to, on our holiday in Queensland. No. Yeah, so. we could go to London. What a joke. Anyway, <laughs> I hear a voice coming. <laughs> we'll see. Stay tuned. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> he sort of does, it's like we're hiding. He doesn't know where we are. Yeah, I don't know where we are He's yet. Like running around going, where are you? We'll see if he can find us. This week, we have Paula Joy and her daughter Ella on. I had a fangirl moment because some of you might not realize that I've been in magazines before. And for me, Paula is like one of the OGs 
of the ACP building and absolutely loved seeing the magazines that she worked on, what she did, and I never got to work under her, but to be able to speak to her, her. Yeah. She was, was a lot of a lot of fun. She like, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, could, I mean, now I'm following her and she's just full of life. Yeah. Uh, you know, that um, very confident, a- happy ageless, beautiful. Yeah. And so is a daughter, beautiful, another beautiful mother and daughter. But um it was a real joy. Yes, to she is inter- a joy. Yeah, to interview them. Yeah. And she's just got, yeah, just a wonderful outlook on life yeah. and spirit and a real free kind of spirit. Yeah, she is and has lent itself to Ella's confidence. She's since started a business and in a clothing business and she's done really, really well. It sold out instantly. Um, she said thanks to a bit of help from her mum and the audience yes, that she she's has. Done, for a young girl, she's done extremely very, well. Very well. I mean, obviously an online platform. Online, yes, yeah. online platform and now manufactures in Australia, which is incredible. How, so, I was going to say, well, it would be interesting what people hear, obviously, but it was very interesting how she was, uh, sorry, that's that's Mason, Mason playing, playing in the background. In, in his baby's room, <laughs> which is our podcast room. Um and um, about how uh, they got seamstresses from, if that's how you say it, from Afghanistan. Yes. In, who arrived from, from there uh, yeah. in, uh, to Tasmania. To Tasmania. I think maybe pattern makers or oh, one of the two. Uh, I think they sewed. I think she oh, was yeah. sewing. I think so, yeah. yes. Um, but, yeah, that was incredible mm, that so she quickly. had found so quickly these women and she said, Literally within days of it being sent down to Tasmania, she got it back. She got the samples back so quickly. So Australia Post is working for some people, maybe not others, mm. but definitely for Ella's business, it's working. Yes. Um, so highly recommend checking out Paula's Instagram. She is a lot of fun. She just gives everything no matter what. Um and does not hold back and also likes to sort of almost poke fun at herself mm, and, you know, mm. just enjoy but, but it. But she also has some really good ideas too yeah, about definitely style, uh, uh, makeup, oh, beauty. Yeah. Um, well, that's her. her thi- I know, that's but her thing. You know, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's who she is. Yeah. She's just gorgeous. Yeah. So, you know, it's a great story from where she started out wanting to be a lawyer and was effectively they call it a girl friday but it's effectively an intern at vogue and and then headed up rise rise to fame cleo and madison so enjoy yeah paula joy (laughs) and ella All right, so we're going to begin. Can you both just share a little bit about yourselves? I'm Elle. Um, I'm 19 and I'm the eldest in the family. I've just got one other little sister, Lulu, who's 15. Um, and I'm studying at Sydney Uni doing media and comms. 
And I just started a little fashion label called My Friends Are Yours in lockdown, which has been really cool. Wow. So making the yeah. most of lockdown, which is great. Yeah, it's been good. Clever girl. Gosh. Thanks. Mum must be very proud of her. And works two other jobs oh. as well. Yeah. Goodness I do me. Tutoring as well, but it's all getting a bit much. I'm actually ironically busier in lockdown than I was before it started, which is weird, but it's good. Oh, better than the other way because uh, yeah, no, yeah, nothing no, worse than being bored in lockdown. No, no time to you know yeah be you know concerned about not doing anything when you're doing yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> do you oh, I'm Paula. <laughs> uh, also, an eldest child of four. And mother of Ella and Lulu, married to Saxon, their dad, for 22 years, I think, this year. Um, so very proud of that. Yeah. Journalist, stylist, baker, dancer, chauffeur, chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> Cook. Yeah, that's that you mean that's me. Is that me? Yeah. Yeah. We have a dog, Scout. He's really cute. Oh, that's very sweet. And 22 nieces and nephews. Oh, really? my gosh. Gosh, that's a big family. Wow. We have a big family. Yeah. That we must need be a whiteboard for our family. Yeah, I was going to say. That must be hard to obviously not be seeing them. I, I mean, I, I presume oh, well, they're. Oh, that's oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So that's. Probably even harder, the fact that, you know, a lot of Zooming going on in your family, obviously. Yes. Oh, what a sh- it's very tough, very tough when families are overseas. Yeah, especially when you've got a big, big extended. And hopefully we can travel soon. I'm praying that at the end of the year we can get away once we're all vaxxed and stuff. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying December. I just, I'm trying not to get too excited just in case <laughs> it doesn't avoid happen. disappointment that's right and Ella can I ask what was it like growing up with a mum who was like so admired by so many young women or so many people in in the media um I think it was really cool like she yeah definitely people at school and other people's parents knew her which was really cool but she'd always still like be a normal mum, like she'd come into school and do like all the normal mum things. So I never felt like she was like different to any other mums or anything, but still really cool, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like she was still really involved in normal mum things, but just always put a cool spin on everything. That's very nice. more involved than a lot of other mums, so it was good. That's very nice. Sometimes I did it in like a tutu. Yeah, like she definitely had her own spin on style. She made a lot of time for us when she was like working full time and crazy hours and things like that. So that's very, it's very important. I, I mean, I've worked all my life and I, you know, run my own business and I made sure that, yeah, I was always very present in the kids' lives. You know, I think you just have to, like, it's, you know, I wasn't going to palm it off onto anybody else. So yeah, exactly. I, I, like yeah. we even had a we had a nanny um, for a really long time who was lovely. And it's I was thinking about this the other day because I do nannying as well. But even though we had her, like Mum would still 
always be around. Like I didn't feel like I was ever just with the nanny. Mm, like yeah. it was. No, she was with us for 16 years, Oh, my Justine. gosh. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. We were looking at photos from her wedding, oh, wow. which the girls were both at and flower girls, and my parents were at. Oh, yeah. oh was like second mum. She was lovely. She now has two kids and, yes, yeah. huge part of our lives. Oh, is that lovely? Wow. Very, very good advice She because I really – you know, it's the greatest job I ever had having my kids. Doesn't it? I'm a worker. I love work, but it, the children and being a mother has been best thing I've ever done. And she said to me one night, she, I'd come in and I'd feel like I had to chop the carrots, you know, like I'd have to get the food ready. Mm-hmm. I was doing. She said, just let me do that and sit down and enjoy your kids. I'm giving you permission, like you chopping the carrots, mm-hmm. they won't remember. Yes, but yes, you true. Were, at the end of the day, mm. they will remember. So it yeah, was very my memory of it. So I feel Aww. like that. Oh, that's so nice. She was yeah, like, very wise words from a very young woman. Yes, yeah, because yeah, she obviously started when she was very young. Yes, so she was eighteen. Yeah. Wow. wow. And then she had a maybe a, maybe a bit older, nineteen. Yeah, she was yeah. on her peas when she started. Well, <laughs> she obviously loved loved being in your family. Obviously, to to be around for sixteen years. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Crazy. That's amazing. That's nice. It's nice when you have that bond with somebody. It's not like, you know, yes, obviously they're there to help you, but when they become a part of the family, it's just it makes life so much easier. I know the the babysitters that I have in my life with my kids, I consider them like extended family. And I think it's so important when you're leaving your kids for whatever reason, you need to have that feeling. Oh, comfort. Yes. Yeah. Being comfortable. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, Paula, going back, what was it like for you getting into magazines? Um, Well, very different to now because there were magazines. I know. Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. Then, um, listen, I lived through the absolute halcyon years of that industry in this country. So The Devil Wears Prada, as much of a caricature as that film is, there's a lot of accuracies in it. I am also, I have been Anne Hathaway and I've been Meryl Streep. I've been both characters in that film. So I had, you know, I worked for editors that were like Miranda Priestley. Mm. I worked at Vogue and I worked at um, fashion magazines where the cupboards looked like that. Uh, I worked, you know, at Clio surrounded by, you know, naked men for centrefolds and Bachelor of the Year. And, I mean, there were just, it was such an exciting time in Australian media, the people that were running it were extraordinary. Um, I always worked for Australian titles, so me and my team had the huge freedom to create content just for Australian women. Yeah. So I was incredibly lucky. Made some great friends, no enemies. I don't do that. Mm, That's good. No witches on brooms around here. Um, And, yeah, I just had the best of times. I had the the best of times. I'm the only editor in this country that got to make two magazines from scratch. And what a privilege. I'll say. It really is. I mean, and and to be a part of it, as you say, at that 
time as well because, as you know, I mean, now it's such different times. I mean, you know, there's so many magazines, unfortunately, that haven't survived, which is, it is, you know, like, well, I guess the youth, they don't really pick up a magazine, do they? Mm-mm. You know, they pick up their phone. Everything is from the their phone. phone. Yeah. I know. It is sad. To they probably answer that better than me. Yeah, definitely. But also I haven't, yeah, don't even see magazines really anymore. I think that's hard of the, yeah. part of the hardest problem and it was even a problem when I left, which now is 10 years ago more, uh, is that magazines are in newsagents. Exactly. And what was about yeah. as old-fashioned yeah. exactly. as yeah you know, a can as a candle instead of a light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, part of the big problem is the delivery system. And and I think that that was something that's very difficult to overcome. Did you, um, I mean, did you see that coming? I mean, obviously, you did, but did, like, did you think it would hit in such a, a, a quick um, way that, that, you know, yeah. it would. Yes. I yeah. absolutely saw it coming. I definitely did. I didn't expect the attrition to be as swift mm-hmm. as it was. Uh, uh, yeah. it, well, it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the, the internet, when it was, you know, it was called the World Wide, wide Web. Web. Yes. Then it became the internet and then it became an emoji. Mm, and yes. that happened really, 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 really quick. quick. Yes. And there was a lot of casualties from mm. that boom. Mm. Yeah, even for me, I mean, my career progression, I was the online editor for Famous and then social media manager, so different to think of now. And when I moved to New York, I made that conscious decision. I was like, I'm actually not going to pursue editorial because I just don't think it's got the legs that it needs. So I'm just going to stick with the digital side of things. And I am so grateful that I did because I think I would have spent two years just trying to get in the door of Condé Nast, let alone have a job. So (laughs) I'm grateful that I did that. But at the same time, I'm still very sad that all the magazines that I ever worked for no longer exist. No, it's terribly sad, but I think that there's still, you know, you never say never. I don't think it will completely die. I think that there is room for niche, niche everything. Mm. Niche is the new mass. And so I think that there is definitely room for specialty magazines, Um and people still love the romance of ink and paper. Yeah. Um, booming. So, you know, it just if the content's right and the company behind that content is right, who knows? I hope mags have a renaissance. I would really love that. I think they should. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And, uh, Paula, um, you had a different path when you were younger, though. You uh, you started in law. You. Yeah, yeah. Not, not for long though. Um, yes, that's what I wanted to be. Absolutely wanted to be a lawyer, mm. set my mind and attention to it, um, worked really hard to to fulfil that dream and then got there and was like, oh, oh is this what it's it is? It's not like TV at all. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. yeah. This is not This is not for me. So um, I pivoted. And, and- I hate that word. Yeah, and your well, pa- parents? How did they? How did they cope with that when you said it to them? Uh, they were really fantastic, actually. That's great. They just said you've got to do what makes you happy, and they were supportive and it's good. and um and they're very supportive still, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just said, you know, let, let's 
let's we'll help you have what we can and follow follow your dream. Mm. And I heard, did all of you learn to type together, like you and your parents? That is true. <laughs> My dad was running a massive company. Um, and I needed to learn to type because I had got a job at Vogue and said I could type and I couldn't. <laughs> Fake <laughs> it till you make it. Because I would know how to type by the time I got there. And <laughs> my dad was a, a feminist and he just was, he said, I just don't really feel good about keeping my assistant late just to type a letter. Mm. I'm going to come with you and learn to type. And my mum was like, well, and I'm going to brush up as well. So all that love. What a cute scene. Oh, that's so sweet. We all went to TAFE and I believe my dad got the best marks. Oh, wow. It's always good having a bit of a competitive spirit in the family. Yeah. So funny that you had to learn to type. Like I know. I, I, you so know, yeah, like now it's just a, a natural thing. You now, know, you probably yeah. like, you know, the on the phone and everything, you don't even look at anything. Like no, no. you know, well, I do I do. I even know, my different. four year even my four year old he knows how to like swipe across and take photos yeah. and you know, I'm just like, Okay, this is too fast. Like you you shouldn't be able to do this as quickly, but we're native to it, I guess. Hundred percent. Grew up with iPads and well, not so much me. When did they sort of come out? Yeah. You had an iPad but not growing up. Not like it oh. was DSs and like. Yeah, it was game consoles. Mario and stuff like that. But I see babies now with like iPads at restaurants and stuff and that's. Yeah, keep, I know. Keeping them quiet. Yeah. yeah. So the mother can sit and relax. Although instead we just persevere. I have a rule. I never bring the iPad to a restaurant and instead we just suffer and then they scream and we have to leave in a hurry. So sometimes <laughs> it might restaurant be- bags. I had a thing called a restaurant bag. Oh, yeah. And that had things like felt dolls and magnetic, magnetic things like- and pencils and books. And- no, it wasn't really pencils though. It was all <laughs> That you that wouldn't get too messy, like the magnets and stuff. Yeah, magnets. That's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. At the same time, you had obviously lovely two girls that maybe would sit, sit and do that. And she's got, True. and she's got, I, she got two yeah. boys that. I nannied the two boys, and I. You know what they like. Yeah. So oh, so different. So different. Yeah, Although so. if I just took my eldest and I took some Lego, I actually think it would be fine. But it's it's yeah. the younger one. He kind of like sets him off and it's a nightmare anyway it's all right um Ella what did you learn about business and working for yourself from watching your mum um I feel like I got more like my dad my dad's an entrepreneur and he has a lot of little different businesses he works in food tech but I feel like I got more inspired like in the fashion world from mum and then the business side of things from dad. So it made like quite a nice um, mix and I have two different people to go to for different things. Although recently I have been going to mum for more businessy things, but I, yeah, I mean, in honesty, I did kind of, when I started, I really didn't like going to my parents for any advice or anything like that. Like I was very. She did it herself. Yeah. That's you want to, so, you want to make your mark on your own. I get yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that was probably not the best idea because I definitely did not know what I was doing with just things like keeping, um, bookkeeping and 
all the accounting side of everything, like I really should have gone to them for help with. But I guess you learned. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. either learned by your mistakes or yeah. or knew yeah. when you then needed to shout out for advice, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's very important to make your own mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. I think the thing in business and in um, in anything entrepreneurial uh, is when you fail, learn to fail fast. Yeah, and then change. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but you definitely helped me. I know you don't like the word pivot, but <laughs> I come up with a new word. <laughs> yeah, what's another um, word for pivot? Um, Turned left. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I had um, some leftover stock from one of my first manufacturers, which was offshore at the beginning of the year or the end of last year um, before I went Australian made. And I sort of just didn't, it wasn't, it had been so delayed that they, they were these little summery tops similar to this. And I got them in winter and I was just like, yeah. how am I going to sell these? And mum was helping me style them with like a blazer and pants and things like that. So, um that definitely helped me sell a few. Mm, just yeah. She's like pretty that. much sold all of them. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. And how amazing that it's all Australian made now. Yeah, my first um, Australian made collection sold out in two minutes, which was really cool. That's wow. amazing. That's- obviously, obviously all online, obviously. Yeah, it's all online. Direct yeah. to consumer, which oh. I think is the is the only model mm. um, for yeah, fashion, yeah. particularly in this sort of market. It's the best, the best, um, the best model, I think. But I think lockdown has actually been a little bit of an advantage because e-commerce is just booming at the moment. A hundred percent. Lockdown purchasing. And- yes, it definitely is helping satisfy a lot of the anxiety. Is just yeah, like I have another package on the way. Yes, yes. isn't funny. <laughs> something you to know, look forward to. Yes, isn't it funny? Um, we get some things obviously delivered at home. And I kind of because they're not ring the doorbell anymore, and they're just dumping it sort of through the gate. And so I go around and go, "Oh, is there something inside the gate?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, there's nothing inside yeah. the gate." You know, it's like, "Oh, <laughs> I know, yeah, shame. That's the excitement you get for a day if there's a parcel there or not." Yeah, it's true. And um, Paula, do you think being the editor of Women and Teen magazines helped you raise your girls? Like, did it? Did yes. it give? Yeah. Yes, definitely, because I have been having a, you know, a conversation with Australian women since I was 20, and that gives you insight. I mean, I remember opening the Dolly Doctor letter reader bag, mm. the, the, you know, which was in the olden uh, days, um, literally a sack of yes. mail, and reading countless just all these young girls' problems and issues, mm. and some of them were very basic, like, mm what's a period mm. and others of course were deeply sad and and layered but it just showed you that you know it really taught me that the big thing is conversation and communication and normalization of things that are just have been made over centuries so big for young women like getting your period mm. it's such a fizzer I really hate how it's we're told, oh, you become a woman when you have a period. No, you don't. You're still a child. Yeah. You choose yeah. when you become a woman. Yeah. Like all that kind of thing. Um, I really learned from just other people's experience and meeting, just meeting so many young women. Mm. And, you know, I also had 
editors and editors-in-chiefs and publishers above me who are probably 10 to 15 years above me, um, wonderful mentors, so big sisters, mother figures, um, who, you know, who taught me as well, and obviously peers. It was a really female-based mm. industry and I was sort of surrounded by lots of great influences. Oh, that's wonderful. It's almost like you had the insight or you could anticipate what the girls probably were coming to you with because you'd seen it or experienced it before and then you the girls that- need to come to you and you wouldn't probably know the answer. Maybe. I think it just made me not as alarmed mm. because I'd seen it before, yes, I think. Yeah. I yes. think. There's a roadmap for parenting. I Definitely think everybody not. is different and every child's different, but I, it helped me not be freaked out, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which still happened plenty. But you just probably it hit it really well. You're like, oh, yeah, this is totally fine. Yeah. You know when you, you you know this, Tian, when you go and you have whisper fights with your partner? Don't do that. Yeah, just in case the children. Yeah, hear. Don't, 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 yes, totally here. Oh, they're all here. Yeah, my kids can't hear me when I give them an instruction, but if I whisper, they're like, "What did you say?" Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "So your ears yeah. work. You, you yeah. can you, you can hear that." Yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, Ella, when you were younger, did you think you wanted to be an editor of a magazine, or did you think no? Nah, completely rebel and just do not necessarily Uh, the opposite but completely different I'm not sure that I wanted to be an editor maybe maybe do something in journalism though like I always loved English at school I'm naturally that way inclined not really into maths or science so I feel like that it's in the family anyway Lulu's sort of like that too um yeah, I so I, I always loved writing and I entered lots of writing competitions and stuff like that. And I'm doing media and comms at uni, so I guess that Published all, work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that all, yeah, um, works in tandem. But, yeah, I don't know if I wanted to be an editor, but I haven't really ever known, like, what I've really wanted to be until I started the business and now I'm just, like, riding that wave and really loving it, so... That's great. I mean, yeah, I'm totally unexpected. Yeah, I like my degree, but uni at the moment is like not. It would be great such a different all. experience. Yeah, not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. I, look, I mean, I did it obviously back in the day when there was no Facebook, no Instagram. So my degree is completely redundant now, but it was the yeah. experience of going to uni and sort of having that next step of independence, even though I was living at home, obviously. But it, there is something about being at uni and having that experience because you you sort of widen your net of people that you meet and you see. Yeah, mm. like I'm nearly in my – I'll be in my third year next year and I've stepped foot on campus like a handful of times. Oh, gosh, that's so sad, isn't it? It's really sad and it's unmotivating as well because you can join a Zoom from your bed or mm. I got the habit of like – before lockdown, I'd be driving and I'd join the Zoom because what's the point of like just sitting in your room all day when, or I'd join a Zoom from the beach? Like, it's amazing. You know, uh, you, yeah, you just don't think about all these different aspects of what, you know, this pandemic has done to so many, like so many vast, you know, students and. and it affects and, everyone so differently. I know. I it's not even like better or worse for anyone. Like it really does suck for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, and Paula, did you always share with your girls about the importance of hard work, you know, given your career success from, you know, Girl Friday to editor? I mean, you probably should answer that more mm. than me. I hope I have. I certainly am. A, I am a worker mm. and I yeah. will, I will, you know, I'll go and interview a celebrity on television and then I'll come home and clean the oven, mm. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and do my own laundry and, 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 and look after the house and everything. So I am a hard worker. So I hope I have. I think, I think I've tried to strike a happy, um, a happy balance, balance. yeah. I mean, you try, don't you? But you want to win life, you've got to work yes. hard to yes. get anything. Yeah. Good, you? yes. yes. You've definitely, like, you've shown us the importance of working really hard, but you always have said, like, you lie down with yourself at the end of the day and you know how much effort you put in and that's the main thing, not necessarily the result. Like, it's more the effort that you put in. That's true. I guess that is that's what Hard I used work. to say about exam results, the HSC yes. in particular. Sure. This is really the only year that matters. Mm. I said you you have to lie down with yourself at the end of every every day. You yes. lie down with yourself. It's just at the end of at the end of the line. It's just you. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what the outcome mm. is, provided you know you gave it your best. Your best shot. Yeah. I mean, I think that's wonderful. Very good motherly advice, and obviously carry through to yeah your. Very, very proud, successful daughter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the hard work paid off, so. Oh, I think so, but I'm biased. <laughs> well, obviously you've got a lovely a lovely relationship. Yeah, it's, no, it's really good. Although sometimes we do want to kill each other in lockdown. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's so normal. normal yeah. So normal. So too. normal. You should have seen our house this morning because I had both the boys home this morning, normally ones at daycare. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not, the families aren't designed to be around each other 24 hours a day. No. no, no it's no just, it's, it's not normal. And then no, any yeah. family that's like, oh, we're loving lockdown. It's like okay, there's something yeah. not right here because yeah, we've got nothing to do yeah. and they're really bored. Yeah. So, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't reflect your relationship based on lockdown life. That's just not, you know, sure. it's not how we really are. No. Um, and obviously, Paula, you, how did you manage sort of the balance? But I know we spoke about it a little bit before of the long hours, obviously with deadlines, etc of being an editor, obviously before when the girls were a bit younger and wanting to be there for them. How do you think you juggle that or you just um, did? I, well, I mean, obviously we, I was lucky I had good help um, and that made, made everything uh, easier because the juggle of, of actually the geography of moving your kids from daycare to home and, from a meeting or whatever, it certainly um, it was it was great to be able to have someone in the home. It made things it made things a lot easier. But I was, you know, very involved, and I didn't have nannies into the night. I obviously have a great partner. There's nothing in the kids' care when they were babies that Saxon, my husband, could not do. When Ella was young, he actually chose to take a day off. A week and and actually and wow. parent, that's nice. Isn't that lovely? 
yeah. my hair and plaits and everything. Like and he, he, you know, he just absolutely loved that. So we were a very good team and That's we great. were a flag team and it was very important that one of us was home at 5 mm, o'clock yeah. mm. having dinner and yes. one of us was there in the morning and I, I didn't have to be at my desk most days until 9. Mm. I could pretty much do it. I never had lunch. I never went to the gym. I was in there. Mm between nine and six and I was there and I was available and that was my thing. I was there and then when I wasn't there, I wasn't there. Yes. And I think that that's half of it. But, you know, we managed. Yeah, for sure. We managed. But it's not easy. I'm sure you'd look back and go, how did I I do everything? But, you know, you you just do. Or you rely on little sleep. I lots of things when they were young. I didn't go to the collections and stuff like that. I wouldn't leave them for... For f- do the six week fashion circuit. Mm. I just, it was too much time away from them and to miss them. So there was lots of sacrifices. You know, I got to the end of editing magazines and I'd never been to a health retreat. Oh. I've been a beauty editor. Oh my Most God. Everyone else around me. Yeah, I'm sure. So many people to mm. review. But there were lots and lots of things like that that I didn't do, and they were they were they were really good decisions. Yes, because obviously that made the connection with your children and your yeah. and your husband like far more important. Obviously, totally. yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. So you missed out on a you know beauty retreat, big deal. You're still exactly. beautiful. You're still beautiful. You didn't need it. <laughs> Exactly. You can take yourself when you leave and you can actually enjoy it and you don't feel like you're you're at work. So exactly. it's probably more beneficial to do it when you're not working. I exactly. I think that's And why. um Ella, do you love seeing your mum so confidently uh, being so present on social media? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's crazy how my mum has more followers than me. <laughs> um, I've always just been like and she's verified, like that's so cool. Like get a lot of my friends or new people that I meet in shock about that, um, which is cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, no, it's really cool though. I I definitely was at first like maybe a little bit embarrassed but just like embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, Just say it how it is. No no other mums, like I don't know any other mums that do that. Um, so it's so harsh. It's true though. It's just true. I just don't, I don't have anyone to relate to with it really. Mm. Um, your sister, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But she's sort of, I think she's very relaxed about it. She's sort of not, I don't know. No, it probably means more to her. She's probably a bit more Instagram gen than, than Lulu. That's why it's washed out a touch. Yeah. Of course. Like I'm, dressing up as Britney Spears in multiple weeks and doing a dance in. Which is awesome. It's like, Let it's me like, tell you, it brought a smile to my face, so I'm very grateful. And it I'm sorry. It's just when it's your mum, it's like, oh, and you just see yeah. her there and there's 40,000 people following her or whatever and it's just crazy. Wow. Very inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. But it, 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 it's important to me that you say embarrassed because I'm your mum and that's what you should say. Yeah, it's mm. like what I was saying before, how I never saw her as like this famous figure or whatever. Um, it's sort of the same with this except Instagram sort of makes it more of a reality and I'm like, oh, that is my mum on the Explore <laughs> page or whatever, you know. 
in a, so, in a red wig. <laughs> yeah. But it's, no, it's still really cool. Um, and it's great when she can plug my brand to her. To <laughs> See, that's the benefits. Forward. you gotta you got to look yeah, at the bonus. you got to just ride the wave with her. It's great. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, I have to ask, Paula, how you embrace the digital space with the joy. Did you feel like that was something that you just wanted to do or did you kind of look to someone for some advice in order to, because that was so unique at the time and coming from magazines, obviously. I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't look I that way. absolutely no clue what I was doing, what I was building, no idea. And I didn't particularly really want to do it either, to be completely honest. I just knew I had to move into digital and start learning that space or I would not be working now. Mm. That's the only thing that I knew. You pivoted. I <laughs> yeah, that, that word again. I turned left. Yes. And I just knew that I had to do something mm. in that space to learn. And that's what I've always done is when I don't know something, I just go and learn it from the ground up. She so, really does. She codes her website all herself and everything. Very, but, uh, very good. But that's amazing yeah. because, yeah. I mean, now obviously not maybe at the time, but now there are so many tools that can make it seamless. Oh, now, but you've yeah, taken yeah. you've taken the initiative. Yeah, that's true. And learned, and learned to code so that you can you can actually understand what you're doing and how you're building it. So I think that's I mean that's incredible. Yeah, it's always great to keep learning. It's so important to um, just keep moving, I think. And and you, I really wanted to be a citizen of the planet and, and you can't be unless you understand tech. And I also wanted to be understanding the girls living in that native space. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning it was just understanding social media. I don't think any of us had any idea when this when Instagram launched and it was yeah. a photo show that would have turned into a business mm. yeah. for all of us. Yeah. I don't think we understood it then. So it, in the early days it was just, well, what is this thing and how might it influence my children? And, you know, obviously it's now become something, you know, so much more. But um, I still don't know what I'm doing. I now know what I don't know. I, I mean, it's very it. admirable. Like is a lot of this just self-taught? Oh, obviously you've, yeah. you've yeah. really. Yeah. Wow. You can you can Google everything. Yes, it's yes. true. The queen of like yeah. YouTube how to videos. Yeah, there's nothing that you can't learn. Find out. Yeah, no. but you obviously I mean, also have the courses for. I mean, like Photoshop yeah. and things like that. I got my old art director to teach me. Yeah, that's all. Short, like that. The shortcuts that they have are way better. I mean, I would sit there and do things, and then yeah. you know, a graphic designer be like, "You're taking an hour. It should take five minutes." Mm-hmm. But you obviously Canva. I know. Oh, no. I can't. Yeah. I'm so grateful. But obviously you have the patience for it to learn and to kind of take that on board because some people would just be like, oh, not too hard basket. Yeah, I guess I have the patience. I'm more just not prepared to not be able to do something. That's yeah. very good. So it's very stubborn. And patience. Yeah. I think definitely more than me. And is your, <laughs> is your youngest also very much into fashion? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. very different style. Yeah. yeah, she's doing the '90s really hardcore at the moment, and she's cute. She's very theatrical. She's um doing drama for the HSC, and she's just become drama leader. Yeah. And she's 
in a play, except it won't go on. Oh. We're hoping. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's not something you can do via Zoom. That's just no. not the same. They've been doing rehearsals on Zoom. Oh, and oh that's so sad. That's a shame. It but is. Yes, I think we all like clothes, which is lucky. Yes. I was going to say, is there a lock on that? Closet door. <laughs> I've kept it all for them. That's I'm, the reason there's so much stuff. Oh, so, and you share? You share all, all your clothes, obviously. Well, we, I wear the same we shoe size. See the shoes. I know. So Can you see them? If that's lucky. Yes. Oh, yeah, so I can see them. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> yep. Good, a, good that good you're the same shoe size. That's just some of them as well. Gosh. Oh, yeah, I've borrowed all the shoes from my formals and things like that, and then I'm really excited to inherit the bags and the <laughs> coats and the blazers. <laughs> no. um, what else? Keeping it all for them. I can't not. Yeah, there's yeah, so many things I'm excited what, to. Weren't you lucky that you had daughters? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And even like the oh, was. The, the PR, like I don't know what you do with the makeup and the things. She's so lucky to be sent all these things that we can try and use. And if she had boys, I don't know what. I know it's like she would do. Yes, it's yeah. true. The bonus, bonus having, bonus having bonus. the girls. Yeah. yeah. So it's been hard, I guess, for you. I mean, as you say, you've been. In lockdown, obviously hard for you at uni, uh, hard for your daughter for school. I mean, must be, I don't know, how, how are you managing? Like, I know you've got a happy spin on life. I can see that. No, we're just, we're incredibly lucky. We yeah. are incredibly lucky. Yeah. We are still, I'm still working. My husband's still working. Ella's working. Mm. Lulu is, you know, she's in year 10. Mm. It's a shame, but it's not year 12. No, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, it's not kindergarten and formative years where they're learning yeah. to read and write and yeah, socialise. So, you know, really on balance, we're here, we're healthy, we're working. Uh, you know, our big focus is just to sort of do something with the time. Yeah. I uh, have tried to achieve something with the time and also just to get Australia and particularly this state back up on its feet. Mm. That's what I really want to see. I want to see people shopping small, mm. supporting local, travelling in this state, not going overseas straight away. Mm. I just want to really, you know, we all have to do our bit. Yes. Get everything back up and running because it's these guys that are going to pay for it for mm. years to come. So 100%. that's our focus, I reckon. Yeah. Don't you think? We're really, we're lucky. People yes. are doing it yeah. so tough. Yeah. We are not. That's yeah. nice for you and, and it's, you know, lovely for you to admit it or uh, that you're doing well and thinking of others. That's what you you've know. got. To. Yeah. It's, now is the time to pay it forward, guys. Yeah. Really is. Yeah, so order, order more packages. That's if you can, as many, also. it really does support all the small businesses you can and shop online. That is definitely the way to go. And there's lots of really good mental health charities and stuff to donate to mm. um, and different shelters like women's shelters and things. I've been trying to pay it forward by just like donating mm. and oh, things like that. Tessa, I say what happened yesterday that you've done. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to trial a couple of small production runs with um, some Afghan female oh, wow. refugees that just arrived in Hobart. Oh, that's amazing. Um, 
yeah, literally they arrived, like hadn't eaten in five days. They've oh, got God. Like, four kids each, no money, and they're not getting anything from the government either apparently. So, But they've been given asylum. Which is look, yeah, that's that's one step in the right direction. So there's that, yeah. and then obviously you're helping them out yeah. by giving so them I, a job. Yeah, that's amazing. So they're gonna do some cutting and sewing for me, which is awesome. And they were apparently like, when I agreed to do it, they were like crying. And oh so, wow! How did you even find them? Tasmania that's taken oh. them in, and she's a, she's a bridal uh, dressmaker. Mm. And she's employed them, and she put it on Facebook. Is that we I'm on. I'm on a lot of different, really random sewing forums. Like back when I was You're making for it, yeah, pattern makers and things in the beginning. And I sometimes I just happened to look at the notifications, and she said she didn't even say that they were um, refugees or anything in the description. She just said she had some new. Um, employees looking for work and I just was even that I was like oh people need work right now I'll just maybe do a production run with them it's in Tasmania that's inconvenient but oh well and then she told me that and I was like oh my god I posted out the fabric yesterday at 5 p.m with Oz Post and it arrived in Hobart today which is crazy isn't that wonderful that's that's amazing considering most people are not getting you know from bigger brands in like weeks and weeks mm-hmm. and weeks. So that's that's incredible that you've sort of within yeah, 48 hours made that difference. That's the yeah. angels. Mm. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. That's such a good story. I love that. Well, yeah. can't yeah. wait I'm, to I'm see the really samples. Yeah, produced. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Well, I'm, I'm sure that it'll be made with love. Of- that is for sure. You, you know, that's exactly. that's one thing you can take away is it definitely be made from love. And that's amazing. Yeah. And Paula, what advice do you have? Obviously, when women sort of make that sidestep when they're mums, but want to maybe start a side hustle, what advice do you think you have for them? Because you've obviously made something really amazing after stepping out of mags. Just do it. I, I mean, you only have two choices go or stop. Um, and what's the harm in going? I can't see any harm. Stopping, however, makes you sore, makes you tired, makes you just think about, that's what I try and say is think about the physicality of those two words. Go, momentum, moving, ideas, wind in your hair, you know, stop, slowly, 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 slowly turning to dust. Mm. So go it's a good it's a good word yeah i'll say um but on the flip side how have you dealt with disappointments because obviously that does happen naturally but i mean from both of you really yeah Uh, um cry alcohol (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank god (laughs) thank god for bottle shops that's all i can say you know um Oh, I've had so many, so many, continue to. Lots of things are disappointing, lots of things are tragic, lots of things are traumatic. That is the tapestry of life. Mm-hmm. I've said this a lot. Um, I'll say it again. I really think about life as join the dot paintings, you know, join the dot mm-hmm. where you actually yeah. put the line. And everybody thinks it's about the lines, but it's about the dots. 
Life is the dots. Mm. It's not all the strokes that make up the picture. That's just stuff that happens and that you've got to go through. It's going to the grocery store. It's losing someone. It's there, the lines. Mm. Dots are the moments. The key to getting over disappointment and to any forward momentum is recognising when you are in a dot. Mm. That's really hard. If you can recognise a dot and then be in the dot, that's the Kool-Aid of life. That's pretty cool. I love that. I I might have to remember that next week when both the boys are home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the dot moment of homeschooling. (laughs) And Ella, do you think obviously when you've had some sort of sidesteps for yourself, do you feel like you look to mum for sort of how to get over that or do you think you've seen enough of how she's been and you're like, okay, I know how to deal with it. Deal with it, exactly. In the business or just in life in general? Life in general. Um, Yeah, I feel like I've definitely gone to you for most most things and I've also learned from not going to her or when I try to do things on my own and bottling things up and whatever that it's a lot better to go and talk about things and vent and whatnot. But, yeah, like – I just, yeah, you just have to keep going. And I think hindsight's also really good. Um, like a lot of things that were huge to me in school are now being two, two years out of school. Three, no, two years out of school. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hindsight's really nice to just be like, that just felt so huge at the time and it actually wasn't a big deal. It's a blip in the scheme of things and you just have to keep going and mm. It's all going to be okay. Yeah, good attitude. Yeah. And how do you describe, like, your styles? Are you both different, similar? I don't know. I'd say I'm wearing now what you would have worn at my age probably. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> like little vintage bandana top. Yeah. And some jeans. Yeah. Um, very 90s vibes. I feel like that's what you were wearing. Oh, yeah. I was in the 90s, that's why. <laughs> you lived the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I lived I it. Like, it's not a style. I lived I it. <laughs> I don't know. I think we've got, I mean, I've got obviously a level of fancy dress that pe- um, other people may not don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. Just because I never care. I never think anybody's looking at me, so I don't ever care about the level of what I put on. Um, and I love clothes and and I, I sort of love the moments and the escape that clothes give you. But yeah. day to day I'm pretty minimal and pretty um pretty I mean black is probably my colour. Me too. Yeah. Me me too. Although I am in colour. It's very yes. unusual for me to be in colour. But <laughs> yeah. I love I love black. I get I get knocked a bit for being in too much black. Mm. Anyway. No not a thing. You rock it. I'm all white. And you're a blonde. I, I, I just think black and blonde. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of, it just works. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And I, I agree, though, that I'm definitely maybe more white now, so maybe it's the brunette thing. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I feel like white or black washes me out a little bit unless I'm tanned or, I don't know, I guess black's definitely more slimming maybe than white, but I like white in summer and 
a white t-shirt and blue jeans is always a no-brainer. A no-brainer, but you, you've got young children, so a white shirt is no, like it's a disaster. On. No, no, it, it makes you look awake. Yeah. Oh, that's ah, true. Okay. I was like, oh, it lasts. She was thinking of the practicality. I was like, oh, it lasts two seconds, and then it's like, okay, cool. Thanks. I've got Vegemite yeah. on there, and I've got yeah. I don't know chocolate, Cho- exactly yeah. chocolate from Mason. Always, yeah. Um, any beauty tips and tricks during lockdown? Uh, I mean, how long have you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look after you. you I, look. Yes. Summer yeah. bodies are made now, not in get, summer. Yeah, get true. ready. Get ready. Get, get ready. ready. Yeah. You do not want to come out of lockdown a human circle. Definitely not. <laughs> and also skincare wise, I feel like protecting, like still wearing SPF with the winter sun is really important. I can't believe I'm even saying that because oh, look at all the hard work. Great. Yeah. Paid off. Rashy, Paid like, off. Very sun, sun safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and has always really drilled that into us, the importance of sunscreen. And I definitely had a couple of years where I just fully disregarded that and ruined my skin in the summer and just well, got so burnt and you stuff. You didn't ruin it. No, no. Your, your, your skin <laughs> looks absolutely beautiful. <laughs> so you. You're young. Yeah, it's okay. Definitely quite correctly from a few summers of not wearing sunscreen but now I understand that it can it's wrinkles and that kind of thing well long-term effect and I think most of the youth are very aware of that now is the long-term effects and yes you know we covered the kids up when they were younger Mm. and more Mm. aware whereas you know my era was like baby oil you know like cover up what what's cover up you Mm. know so very Australian, for very, sure. Very Australian. People should be taking a break from makeup and stuff. It's a mm. great time when you're in lockdown to just take a break. Great time to wash all your brushes, clean all of them out, yeah. clean out your makeup drawer. Oh, all yeah. As far as anything Start else. a skincare routine. Like yeah. I mean, retinol, it's starting to get a little bit too summery for, some, for you know, a full-on retinol routine. But start a serum. Body scrubs, dry body brushing, you okay. know. Good advice. Get, get ready. Get ready for get summer. Get ready for summer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you get ready, maybe we'll be able to enjoy it. I get out. Yeah. yeah. Get ready. Get out. Get out. <laughs> he is hoping. Well, we're going to move on to our lightning round, All About Us. So one word to describe your relationship when Ella was a teenager. Is this from me or from both? Oh, okay. And do we say it at the same time? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, look, if you said it at the same time and it's the same word, that'll be very impressive. Um, roller coaster. We've had a few of those, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. 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 I almost was going to say the same thing. Oh well. <laughs> oh well, you knew you were a roller coaster. I was so say tumultuous, but that probably sounds that's a better too word. Harsh. <laughs> no, no. No, roller coaster, tumultuous. Yeah. Those highs and lows, yeah. And I guess this is, well, to Paula, definitely. One word to describe your relationship uh, after having children. With whom? With the kids. My relationship with my husband? Well, no, no, you you had, like, your word when you had kids, like, you know, how that sort of changed from not being a mother to being a mother? Oh, well, you can do a few more. You can do one word. Um, 
I mean, wonderment, fulfillment, fear, <laughs> love, pride. That's lovely. Tears. <laughs> Lots of tears. Those vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously, though, obviously, we gather that you loved being a mother, which is so nice to see. Oh, I absolutely mm. love it. Mm. Always knew I wanted to be a mum. Yeah. That's what I knew for sure. Yeah, I'm weirdly so excited to be a mum too. Yeah. <gasps> now I can't wait yeah, for I'm sure grandma. The, yeah, 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 grandchildren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I, I definitely think there is something about being a grandparent. I can tell from my parents. They just love it. And it is because my kids demand to go to Dee Dee and Joe Pa's house. All the time. Yeah. Because well, mummy's mean. You know, and I know because I hear from friends who have old grandchildren that I also know that the time that they want to see you is also very short-lived. Yeah. And so you've got to put in the, you know, like it's very short-lived, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm sure when they're, you know, early teenage times it's like, oh, I don't want to see them. I mean, look, no, I think I've they'll always that. love us. That's really smart and you're really right. So drink it down because I could, I remember feeling the sadness for my own parents when they started going, I'm not going there. Yeah. 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 Like, do we have to see them? Do you know? It does come back around though. Yes. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm back in the loving my grandparents. Yeah, they go missing for a bit, a few years, yeah. quite a few it's years. It's teenage years. You go missing. It's the same as if you're a parent. Like you, you just... They go missing and then eventually, well, this is what I hear, not mm. reach the teenage years yet, but then they come back to you in a way. Yeah, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously your relationship well, would, you wouldn't describe as a roller coaster now. So you've obviously made it through those years. Uh, oh, okay. No, I think <laughs> no. <laughs> she doesn't agree. <laughs> no, definitely off the roller coaster, I yeah. would say. And it's only getting, like, better. It's a new kind of relationship. We're much more on, like, a friendship Mm. level now rather than she's Mm. my mum. Yes. But that can actually cause um, a little rift sometimes because it's hard at this age, I feel, like you friends are sometimes I need a mum, not a friend, or I need a friend. It's always been. I don't think you should be a friend as a mother. No, you should be a mother. Yes. Yeah, yes. hard to be a mother. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would say to you, I think we're having more adult conversations mm. that remind mm. you of conversations with friends. Yes. yes. But there is someone still screaming at you to do, get you things and blah, blah. And I, honestly, it's hard to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I, I, I always think, yes, kids have enough friends. They only have one yeah. mother. Yeah, mm. that's, that's what I think. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Paula, what characteristics do you think she has of you? Uh, music hmm. yeah. Yeah. and uh, a wordsmith. Um, st- stubborn's the wrong word, determined. Mm. Ambitious, I would say. Ambitious. Yeah, that's probably a better word. Um, big picture. I, I'm a real seagull. Mm. I fly above. That's 
how I see things from really up above. I'm not micro, I'm super macro. She's similar. Mm. Um, she can get fearful of things. I can, mm. definitely. Um, she's really kind. I'd That's like lovely. to think that I'm kind. And she's em- empathetic and compassionate. I would like to think on those things. Um, you know, annoying sometimes. <laughs> most definitely be. Uh, <laughs> but she's herself. She's her own That's little being. So, Ella, would you say the same characteristics that you that that's what you got from your mum? Definitely, yeah. Those hit the nail on the head. I feel like all those things are from you. Stylish, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that should have been number one. one. Yeah, that should have been number one. <laughs> <laughs> did, did your husband also like fashion, or do you dictate what he wears? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yes, yeah. we've bought him the nut. Well, are they gonna? Oh no! It'll be after Father's Day. After, yeah. Okay, we got (laughs) really nice um, boots with these red tongues, like the little. Is that what it's called? The little. They're like Chelsea boots, but the bits on the they're brown suede, but with red. Oh, that are super cool. He is like he's handsome, so he doesn't need to try too hard. He looks good in everything, but he definitely has a uniform. Like he wears the same navy V neck tee. Like he's got like twenty of them or something. But he's and not. He just wears not, them every day. He's like he's vain, but he's not fashiony. Yeah, there's a distinction. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not vain. I'll walk around in rollers. I don't care. But I love clothes. Mm. Yeah, we but we definitely dress him. I'd say, apart from when he puts on the uniform. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. like one less thing to think about, you know. He's like, okay, yeah. I know what to do in the morning and that's it. Get out the door. Yeah. yeah. Um, who gives the best advice? Probably you. Between yeah. us? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Actually, yeah, but you give me good advice too for different things though. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I feel like recently I have been giving some. Yeah. I get, she stepped up. A younger perspective on um more digital or so like social media based questions yeah i'll definitely go to her for advice on something and say dude that i look like a loser here or <laughs> or do you know definitely or how do i use this i value app, really, really value her opinion yeah stuff like that it is handy to have ella what's the best advice uh, that she's given you i think she's given you quite a bit i can see through our our Probably. recording yeah, I probably the lying down with yourself thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like really stuck with me because it applies to everything. Like mm-hmm. I feel like she gives specified advice for all these different situations and they're all really great, but I feel like the, um, the lying down with mm. knowing how much effort you've put in, I always think about that now. Yeah. Kind of almost haunts me a little bit, oh. in a good way, like, <laughs> but in a good way. But like in a good way. way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I do lie down sometimes at night, and I'm like, oh my god, like have I done this? And it's kind of like a good mm. thing to propel me forward in a lot of things. A good, a good checklist. Yeah, Paula. What advice? The best advice your mum's ever given you. <sighs> Probably the same advice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a similar advice, actually. 
She's um. I feel like that's a good one. It is, one. it is a good one. I mean, my mother is super wise and has given me so much valuable advice. No, my mother was the one that said to me, "No one is looking at you. Don't like people care about themselves, mm-hmm. not you." Yeah, that's that is. Be if you can get over. If that, you can, and that is massive. Me. Yeah, because no, it's very funny. true. Very true. It is true. Everyone is so into themselves. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. And people walk around so worried that they're being looked at by other people. And if they only knew, nobody's yeah. looking. <laughs> no one cares. No, yeah. it's so and true. It's very freeing. Yeah. Because it's not even, you know, taking that on about the looking. It's even the thinking, what people are thinking about you. And it's like nobody's thinking about you. No. They're just thinking about themselves. That's right. You know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, don't carry that weight, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where, that's probably the, that's been significant in my life from my mum for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there a time in your life you wish you could relive, not necessarily change? Babies, I loved it. Yeah. I go back to that you little. I said, I said exactly the oh, same. Right. Yeah, or you could just eat those legs. And, yeah, oh, right. isn't it funny? I I see you know baby commercials, and it's like, oh my god, I'd like to get into that TV and hug that little baby, and it's like I want another, yeah. I want another one. She's yeah, I know subtle pressure. Baby hunger's real. Mm. I saw mm. people in proud, like people probably think I'm a baby yeah. snack. <laughs> Seriously, I'm obsessed with baby. Babies again at the moment. It probably means that it's all about to come to a crashing halt. <laughs> My mum said you get this one last gasp of baby hunger mm. before everything dries up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but grandchildren. Grandchildren. grandchildren yeah. And then you get grandchildren. That's exactly. Grandchildren. Exactly. Yeah. And let me tell you, worth the wait, you'll love it, obviously. Yeah, it'll be good, can't wait. Okay. Um, Obviously, you live together, so this might not be relevant, but how many times a day do you call each other? Oh, no, that's relevant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so relevant. Even if you're in the other rooms, you call each other. And the question should be directed at her. Oh. Uh, call her like, or text her, I want to say, like at least five, five, between three and ten. Between three and ten. Sounds like me. Mm-hmm. And it's things like, Mum, do we have milk? And I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and she she gets she's sort of like good until like the last one where she's like, Are you crazy? Like can't you just walk up and ask me? Yeah. 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 It's, no, it's all the or I just call her like if I'm not home and I'm driving around doing something. Yeah, that's I'll call me. Her and just like talk about like nothing or tell her what I'm doing. Like I'm yeah. filling up my car. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 find, I know. It's yeah. like, you know, it's quiet time. Like if I rang my husband and I'm like, I, you know, I did this this morning and this happened and he'd just be like, hang up. Like I've got work to do. <laughs> but whereas mom, she'll just sit there. She might be busy, but she'll answer my call anyway. And, yeah. you know, and eventually I get the, Okay, so I'm going to see you in an hour now. Yes. So we'll just catch up goodbye. then again. <laughs> the 10th time today. Yeah. No, it's good though. I think it's, it's lovely. I can call you whenever. Always answer. Yeah, I always answer. Unless I'm on the phone, but then I ring back straight away. That's right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, we, well, I have enjoyed this so much. So much. Yeah. 
No, thank, thank you. Yeah, it's been so nice. Oh, no, that's really lovely. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's, it's, you know, it's nice that you kind of set yourselves a, like aside to kind of have a fairly deep conversation because it doesn't really happen that much anymore mm-hmm. to kind of sit no, down and talk through. it's a lovely idea and we've really enjoyed it. Sorry it took so hard to pin us down. It was her. Um, oh, oh, no. Oh, I think you were so wonder- wonderful and so available. So and, fine. And, and, you know, just seeing your beautiful faces and obviously, you know, hearing about your really lovely relationship, it's 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 like your surname, Joy. Thank you. Thank you. That's very, very kind. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share, send us a DM on Instagram at Mothers and Daughters Pod. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week and don't forget to call your mum.